This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host this morning, Super Vegan Brian. Um, Mikey, unfortunately, is trapped between a rock and a hard place and couldn't be here this morning. So I am your host, and we are joined today by our regular host, um, David Theobald III. Hey, everybody. Kersey Smurferica. Hola. And we have a special guest this morning. She has been with us once before. Alita Battle Angel. Once. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah. Once. She's been with us once. No, you're right. Sorry, you mentioned her once. Apologies. Yeah, it's early. It's early. Her... Shame. Shame yeah. not having a, shut, a, shut a up. knowledge of everything we've done. Shut up. <laughs> so, Alita. Yes. For the guests, for guests, for the listeners who have um, not heard of you and haven't heard your episode before, please give us a short introduction to who you are. Uh, hello. Good morning, nerds and non-nerds. Uh, my name is Alita, a.k.a. Battle Angel, a.k.a. Feisty Alita, and I am a chemist, an artist, a musician, and overall Muppet-loving weirdo, and uh, I hail from the same complex as Mr. Brian. Um, yeah, we are in the same apartment building. We met in the smoking area. <laughs> yep. Um, origin stories go. Yeah, that's, you know, some of the coolest people I've met, I've met in smoking areas. I mean, Clinton Boomer, who has been on show before, I met him in a smoking area. Mike Myler, I met in a smoking area. <laughs> if you ever go to any convention, if even if you don't smoke, get a mask and go to the smoking area. Um, <laughs> Just walk out of the smoker's dead with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then you will meet some cool people. Oh, and get some cool looks, too, at the same time. Um, so this morning we are going to be talking about a topic that Alita suggested. Um, we're going to be talking about the definition of the word nerd and other related nerds and what a nerd is and how a nerd affects society and why we are here. Um, it'll be a very deep, nonsensical episode about the word nerd. Um, but first... But first, we're going to play What's Nerdy With You, where everybody describes the nerdiest thing they've done in the last two weeks, since we do this two weeks now, um, using the Pentit Mike Myler widget system. Alita? Yes? What's nerdy with you? Um, what isn't nerdy with me, actually? That's a shorter shorter answer. Um, yesterday, actually, I geeked out with somebody that I used to work with about the different um, processes used in uh, in passivation and electroless nickel plating. Um, 
So I did that yesterday. And then I... Wait, wait, wait. You, you need to... We need to catch up a little bit here. Huh. What is passivation? Huh. Uh, passivation, it's a process um, used in uh, nickel plating. Uh, in uh, when you, you know, plate things to prevent corrosion. Okay. Okay, yeah. you answered my second question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's... Uh, I was a chemist at a metal finishing plant, and I just talked to somebody... Um, that I used to work with who wants to hire me onto his new um, his new shop that he's at. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we just nerded out about the different processes and, and what he's doing wrong and why he's having um, uh, quality issues. Oh, neat. <laughs> See, I'm, that is a really yeah. cool nerdy thing. Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, I did uh, that, and then I explained to somebody how to convert psilocybin into psilocin. <laughs> with mushrooms how to take psychedelic mushrooms and make it into liquid form Ooh. yeah so i guess that's it <laughs> that sounds fantastic let's talk about that no <laughs> my, my note will be mushroom drugs <laughs> uh, i one of my favorite podcasts is a guy that talks about psychedelics um oh, joe, Ro- joe rogan no 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 not that one um <laughs> he used to be a writer for crack.com i can't he does the behind the bastards podcast Oh, Robert Evans. Robert Evans. I think, that. That, I think that's the name. But he he wants to legalize psychedelics. Interesting. Right. Really interesting the, topic. Yeah, mushrooms is actually the next thing. They just put it on the on the tentative ballot for next year. For Oregon. For Oregon. Correct. So, yeah, but uh, they like grow out in the woods. There, he's got to go walking through the woods and find. Here, you, you gotta know somebody. You can grow them. In the right conditions, like yeah, mushrooms is one of those interesting things because they're actually using it for um it's it's under study to use for PTSD treatment and mm-hmm. migraines. Yeah, um, mushrooms and um, ecstasy is another one of the big ones that's used for PTSD. MDMA, that's originally what it was. So um and when you do a conversion, kind of like what I was talking about with the psilocin, it's kind of marrying the two experiences as far as um. Uh, psilocybin and MDMA because it works in the same sector of the brain. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, David, what's nerdy with you? Oh, geez. Um, I haven't had too much to be... Uh, besides the normal nerdy things I do in a week, I haven't had much extraordinarily nerdy things happen since I was at Mini Wars a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I mean, I I still play that WoW counts. regularly. That counts. Yeah, I, mean, I know, Erica but I talked about it on the episode. I t- said it on the episode that you and I were t- were alone. But it wasn't your nerdy thing. It was the thing you were gonna be doing. All right, fair enough. I went <laughs> to uh, I went to Mini Wars in Cal- at uh, in Fullerton for the uh, Historical Miniatures Gaming Society, uh, Pacific Southwest Division, and I spent two days playing uh, miniatures games with friends of mine I don't get to see very often. And it was a lot of fun. And there were a couple hundred people there. I posted a Facebook Live video from the from the floor on Saturday when I was there. Uh, I played in a American Civil War 15mm game. And then on Sunday, I ended up playing in an American Revolutionary War 28mm game. A new experience. and was a lot of fun. I got to play the British. I've never u- heard the term fun and British used in the same sentence. Well, you need to come over and hang out more. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, that, I guess that'll be my nerdy thing this week. Uh, Erica, how about you? What's nerdy with you? Um, well, I had a few things. So, honorable mentions. 
Uh, I got to see the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie, which is really cool. Oh, you suck. (laughs) I didn't know it was an exclusive event and completely, totally missed out because of that. I I thought it was going to theaters, so I, I, I like, I go to check out and it's like, no, it's Fathom only. It's gone. I'm like, that sucks. Yep. Uh, and I got a sweet poster because I saw it opening night. So, um, then this last Thursday, I got to go see, uh, Ben Folds live, which was amazing. Um, got to hear stories behind like the songs and stuff and watching him play piano is just, is just hypnotizing. It's so amazing. Didn't did you pronounce that wrong? I thought it was Ben Folds five. No, Ben Folds. Ben Folds 5 was the band that he had that doesn't exist anymore. I'm I'm joking because you said Ben Folds Live, so it sounded like Ben Folds 5. Oh, yeah, I guess. That's <laughs> um, but, but my nerdy thing was that I uh, went and saw The Joker, and I wrote an article on it, uh, which then was trending on Google. Uh, and I've gotten a lot of responses and people reaching out to me and offering me uh, editor positions for the article, uh, which I thought was pretty fucking amazing. So, oh my okay, gosh, I got to share something. Hmm? Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I was very, very excited about it. I have to share something about Erica's article. So Erica emailed me her article and I opened it up and went, huh. I emailed her back and said, hey. I read this already. I was looking for reviews on the Joker and I found this one and read it and didn't know that you wrote it. And it was the reason why I decided to see the movie. <laughs> Dude, that's rad. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was very cool. Very cool. So, yep, that that's uh, what was nerdy with me. Brian, what was nerdy with you? I have been um, digging deep into prepping for my um, tabletop role-playing game that I'm running Pathfinder. Um, I found a YouTube channel by Matthew Colville, um, like this big super gaming person. I guess he's been involved in video games and board games and stuff over the years, but he has lots of cool advice when it comes to role-playing games. So I've been watching his running the game playlist and just taking judicious notes and actually using them to plan my games. Um, he has some really neat ideas for running tabletop games. So yeah, um, I've been binging a YouTube channel for my nerdy thing. That was what a nerdy thing was. Nothing wrong with that. Honorable mentions. Um, Amazon Prime got Psych and the Mentalist. So I've been watching a lot of Psych and the Mentalist. <laughs> I I don't know about anybody else here, but Psych is one of my favorite shows of all time. I mean, it's not one of my favorite of all time, but I really enjoy watching it. Like, I, if it's on, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, I've it, seen it has... Before. It has an intense following, like a Firefly level following that they actually got movies made for it. So it's it's a really cool show. Um, oh, and I've been watching season 15 of Supernatural and um, I hope it gets better because it sucks. Really? It hasn't been great. And it it they've been doing this thing where they have horror encounters in the daytime and it doesn't work. Ghosts in the daytime in suburban communities just don't work. Mm. I feel that. I feel that. That's going to make me sad if this whole season sucks since it's their last season. I think we'll have some good episodes. I think we will. And the finale will probably be. I'm sure. 
I'm sure it'll be good. It'll be fine. I, I've never watched a season of Supernatural where the first few episodes weren't hard to watch. I mean, hell, I I didn't start watching the show till the second season because when I first started watching the show in the first season, I didn't like it because I didn't like the what? first few episodes. What? The first season's actually my favorite. <laughs> it gets it is a really good season i just watched the first couple episodes and went up oh, nope this show's not for me i guess all right so um now we're on to voting um the way we do this is we use mike myler's patented widget system where we each have five widgets and we assign our widgets to who we want to for whatever reason we want to so alita you have five widgets who do you give them to and why well I already think Eric is a badass, the whole um, trending on Google thing and, and the whole reason that you went and saw the Joker is for her article you didn't realize that she wrote. That's amazing. So she gets three. And uh, and then I'll give one to both of the boys. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, those are pity widgets. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you know I, what? I you know what? I, I will not look a pity widget in the mouth. I'll take it. You have to be careful about assigning pity widgets, though, because when we send them to you, they they can they they don't throw the best party. No, I'm sure that they're just depressed and sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last time I got one, it kind of just cries. <laughs> David, you have five widgets. Where do you give them and why? Well, uh, I have to give uh, three of them to Erica because that's fantastic. The 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 story the your article going that's like that's great. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear it. And then the other two I will give to Alita because I know just how nerdy all that chemistry stuff is. And holy crap. Well done. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> uh, Erica, you've got five. I am going to give uh, three to Alita um, because I think uh, science is awesome. And I personally have a connection with the whole uh, psilocybin thing with having my migraines and running out of options for things to help. And that was one of the things that, you know, we were trying to figure out because it's illegal in the U S but it's not in the UK and in the UK, they actually use it for treatment of migraines. So I've, I've gone through that whole thing. Um, so I thought that the, that whole thing was, um, and then I am going to give, um, my other two to Brian. Because oh, I know you. what it's like getting down that rabbit hole of binge watching stuff. Uh, and while I haven't done it with the YouTube channel, I uh, recently did it. Uh, I discovered a show called The Deuce on HBO, and I am very much sucked into that right now. So, what is The Deuce? Uh, it's weirdly enough the way that they like advertised it is not really what it's about so they advertised it as like the history of like the development of porn in america but it's really more about the history of the development of Times square and everything that really goes around that like uh like the the like right now like i'm on season three so we're like in the third decade almost of it like it's not really a decade it's like every eight every season's like eight years further in the future so like it's like the early 70s with like all the prostitutes and everything and then how porn started to develop and then how the real estate people were trying to develop times square so they're trying to kick people out 
it's 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 pretty in depth and it's very cool. Okay, that sounds I mean, fantastic. I love human sexuality and and the evolution of it. So I yeah, I'll totally be checking that one out. I mean, it, it's really really good. Like, cause it's not it's not just like it's not just like a factual history piece. Like the characters are in there, and then you really feel for the characters. And it's not just like three people that you follow around. It's like twelve different characters, and they are all like like um developed. Every every one of the characters are actually fully fleshed out. It's very cool. All right, Brian, where are you putting your widget? I am going to give um this is I'm gonna give um this is really hard. Um you know, I'm gonna give two to Alita because just pacification and electrolyst nickel plating is one of the nerdiest statements I've ever heard. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to give three to Erica. Um, I'm really proud of you for writing that article. So, Ew. yeah. So that gives um, the lowest is David with one. Yay. Myself three. You suck. Alita with um, seven. And Erica with eight. Erica, you will be receiving a package with assorted widgets and no pity widgets yay it'll be the best party yeah. <laughs> i love it yep. right, I, and uh for the record i give michael my uh negative widget because he bailed oh yeah we'll all send michael our negative widgets that's awesome <laughs> i i should have said michael is in has been in a in between a rock and a hard place for 176 hours ah. <laughs> thank you someone got that no, I got it. I just wasn't sure I wanted to. Uh... <laughs> so then one of the voting options will be Michael's arm. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to talk about what a nerd is. We haven't done this since the first episode of our show, which was like three years ago now. Um, so we are nerd. Shit nerd-bots. has changed since then. Shit has changed a lot. It used to be three hosts, myself. Um, Hindu Anthony and Special Mikey, and now it is who knows who's going to be on every week. Um, we're also not every week anymore. We're I mean, every other week. To be fair, I think I've only missed two since I started. <laughs> we record at night sometimes. Oh, well, you miss a bunch when you. Um, no, it was wait. only two last season because we the started. The, yeah, because we started the every other week recording. So out of oh, the seven yeah, weeks, I only missed two Saturdays. Oh, that's true. It seems like longer because it's like. <laughs> You know, it's a long time. Um, but yeah, it would only be two. Um, so we're Nerd Podcast Radio, and, you know, we define ourselves as nerds. And usually most of our guests also define themselves as nerds. Um, and um, we wanted to revisit this topic with new people. Also, um, Alita called me and asked me if we could do it, and I thought it would be a good one to do. So, um, Except me. I never described myself as a nerd until you did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. I and I it took me a while to realize it, but I mean, I think you've been a nerd forever. I mean, you've always been obsessed over topics, but we'll talk about that more when it gets to be your turn to talk about this, That's about right. your definitions of a nerd and how it applies to you. So, oh. Alita, yes. What is your personal definition of a nerd? Wait, you didn't read the Oxford definition. Oh, I, I wasn't gonna. Why? I That's just have it in the part. notes. That's the well, best part is having something to bounce off of. Well, if you didn't, 
if you, you look at the outline, I have this whole thing about the dictionary definition as our last topic. I mean, I couldn't talk about it now. And, you know, this would have been stuff to bring up when you were reviewing <laughs> the outline. <laughs> I assume, and this is on my, like, because I assume, this is on me, that generally when you have stuff like this in the outline, you will say, this is what Wikipedia says, or this is what the dictionary says. And then now we're going to talk about what we think. So when I was looking at the outline and I got down to the dictionary definitions are completely out of date, I would have assumed we would have already talked about the definitions and then why we thought they were out of date. You know what they say about people that assume. Yes. You make an ass out of Uma Thurman. Yes, that one's good. I, I personally prefer, uh, you know what they say when you make assumptions? Those damn umptions. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. All right, so change on the spot. Let's. I'm going to do the entire introduction. Over. Man, Erica calling it'll, an audible. That was it'll good. It'll be amazing. Watch this. Watch this. It's going to be great. So, you know, we're Nerd Podcast Radio, and we think of our stuff as nerds. Well, in the dictionary, they define nerds a certain way. Um, the Oxford Dictionary, um, and I I felt dirty reading this. Right. The Oxford Dictionary describes it as informal, a foolish or contemptible person who lacks social skills or, or is boringly studious. Um, they also have a second definition called a single-minded expert in a particular technical field. Now, it comes across as very negative. Um, yeah. <laughs> then Webster has an unstylish, unattractive or socially inept person, especially one slavishly devoted to intellectual or academic pursuit. Um, All right. I also have the word geek, which is very similar in Webster. They call it a person. Ah, the cat just knocked my mouse off the table. Yeah, but isn't a geek also the term for a whale's penis or something like that? No, that's a dork. Oh, it was a dork. Yeah. A geek Um, is so... It's a carny folk. Yeah, it's a, a person often an intellectual bent who is disliked, an enthusiast or expert, especially in a technological field, a carnival performer who bites the heads off of chickens. That's oddly specific, but not... That is oddly specific. <laughs> it, it, I, 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 I summarized a little bit. I'll read the actual definition. A carnival, a carnival performer who often billed as a wild man whose act usually includes biting the head off a live chicken or snake. And I, I've even heard about geeks as like the people who eat light bulbs and stuff too. Well, if you did anybody else watch American Horror Story like Carnival? Yeah. No. Okay, so if you did, they actually kind of talk about this. They cuz they had what the traditional definition of a geek was. Sorry, there's a baby who's very upset that I'm on the podcast and not sitting with her. Oh. I thought that was Brian throwing a fit. I was Rowan. Rowan was very upset that I'm up here without her. So, um, but no, they actually talked about that, and that was one of the things in American Horror Story is that they bit the heads off a chicken. Huh? How? I don't know. That seems like a weird skill to decide to develop. Um, <laughs> the origin of the word comes from. I thought I had that. No, I don't have it. I I, I looked it up, but it's from the German word gack, which has to do with like an idiot. It's basically an idiot. It's it's one of those words. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like how the word moron changed over the years. 
But I don't know how geek ended up being used to define someone who was really into technology or someone who was kind of intellectual or I think it probably started as an insult and then it probably just started getting used more over the years. It's a I don't case know. of it's a case of oh, taking it and owning it. Yeah, mm. like the origin of the word nerd doesn't have anything to do with any of the definition it's ever had. It came from Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it's Theodore Geisel back in uh, like the fifties, right? Yeah, nineteen fifty exactly from the book um If I Ran the Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to show them, I'll sail the Katru and bring back an Ilkutch, a Preep, and a Pru, a Nurkle, a Nerd, and a Seersucker, too. Oh, I want a Nurkle. It sounds <laughs> like a, I don't know, a nerdy Urkel, but Urkel's already nerdy. So, so <laughs> by definition. Maybe that's where they got the name Urkel. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Did I do that? No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm okay with you doing it. Well, too late. It's already done. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so deja vu. Alita, what yeah. is your personal definition of the word nerd, being that awful, awful, dirty definition I just read? Um, well, I am, I'm nexy, is what I am. I'm nerdy and sexy both at the same time. So I'm one of those where, yeah, I, I, I identify as nexy. <laughs> That's interesting. What's the definition of that? Like, nerdy I, and I mean, sexy. It's just nerdy and sexy? So what is nerdy? What what does that mean? Well, I'm kind of really smart, and I kind of really like being really smart. And um, I was super awkward, super awkward as a, a child and as a teenager. And uh, just because I was way smarter than everybody else, and I enjoyed it. And I didn't really care to be um, to have a lot of friends or anything. And then I hit puberty, and all of a sudden, you know, the braces came off, and I became attractive. So it was like, now I can have brains and and be beautiful at the same time. So um, I don't like the whole, like, you have to be socially awkward. I don't like that because I am not. Um, I'm I'm just, you know, nerdy and smart. And I, I like being able to brain really well. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it the worst when, like, the negative connotation about you is that you're smarter than the nine other people in the fucking room? Right. Like, and that's a bad thing. I'm like, exactly. I, especially I wanna... if you're especially if you're like a woman. I was just like, gonna, it's, yeah, it's even fucking worse. Like, because if you're in a room full of guys and there's one guy who's like, just, you know, seems to know everything. Everybody wants to, you know, talk to that guy because he's got his shit together. Mm-hmm. If you're the woman in the room, that's that part. Oh, no, she's a know it all. She, uh-huh. you know. It, it's so fucking back ass or or you have an agenda or they're trying to like cross check you know your credentials and all that and it's like oh well you didn't question when he said the exact same thing yeah exactly and if i brian you are gonna hate this episode you were you were <laughs> like i'd love to have two women on an episode you <laughs> this is backfiring i'm so hard so so one of the things that happens to me all the time is I'll go to like a convention or to the game shop and I will be talking to somebody about something or I'll mention I like something and they'll have to test my knowledge on it. Like I really can't be that nerdy or that smart. Like it has to be a facade. I probably only know that one thing that I just said. And oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Get, it's annoying. So you get, get gatekeeped. 
you're you're you you experience gatekeepers. Yes, all the time. <laughs> have have I, I um do you find that the people close to you sometimes do that to you too, or is it just strangers? Me or Alita? Yes. No, uh, no, you. You're the one who brought up the gatekeeping. Oh, um, no, it's pretty much just strangers. The people that know me are like, oh, okay, yeah, right. I. I get it from all sides as far as like the science thing. People will always, I don't know if they're testing my knowledge or if they're just curious about, you know, things because they don't know it. Right. But I get, I get my brain picked pretty much everywhere I go when it comes to that kind of crap. If you're in a job, do you find that the male chemists tend to hold being a female against you? Actually, um, it's, it actually works the opposite. Once you kind of prove yourself because it's so much harder to be to to climb the ladder as as a, a female in the science world, especially because I do industrial science, right? So I'm in the metal finishing industry, and uh, to climb that way, um, if you make it up there, you automatically get respect. Um, there are a few that will showboat, that will try and like challenge your numbers or whatever. In which case, they don't have any friends and they can kick rocks. I really don't care. But if, you know, um, if you actually can, you know, are good at your job, you, hands down, you get respect. You don't get the same pay, but you get respect. So, okay. uh, um, David. Yes. When was the first time you discovered you might be a little nerdy? Oh, um, well, let's we're, see. We're not there yet. We're on to what is your definition of a nerd? Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's your definition of a nerd? I... Well, to me, me, the definition of a nerd is someone who is passionate about a... It doesn't really matter what it is. As long as you're passionate about something and have done work to, you know, look things up and know enough about whatever your fandom is that you can have conversation with other people that consider themselves experts. You don't even have to be an expert, just something that you're passionate about and interested in looking up and, you know, it has done research about and just you know that being being nerdy is not even necessarily about nerdy things you can be nerdy about anything i know plenty of guys that are sports nuts and i consider them sports nerds because that's what they know and i mean i don't know anything about sports i'm definitely not a sports nerd but there are a lot of things that i am a nerd about you know sci-fi star wars uh, all kinds of things anything that has a category that you can, you know, put time into and research and just anything you're really passionate about. You can be a nerd about. At least that's that, that's my opinion. Of it. I like your definition. It's a lot softer and more <laughs> encompassing. I liked how you came up with a word. I did? No, no, Alita. Oh. Uh, she was like, I like your definition. So I was like, she came up with Nexi. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's the the problem is is yes, I am a nerd definitely, but it, I'm a nerd in a lot of different subjects. There's a lot of things that I know absolutely nothing about, and I'm not afraid to say, hey, I don't know anything about that. But and it's you know it's it's yeah, it's the way I I understand you know at least as far as you guys are concerned, gatekeeping and everything is an issue. It sucks that that's the way it is. Sadly, I don't. It's not something I ever do, at least not consciously. Anywho, going off topic, uh, going on a tangent there. Uh, Erica, what do you dis- uh, what do you what's your definition of a nerd? Um, I I think you uh, pretty much covered it. Um, it's it's <clears throat> so when we're looking at like the Oxford 
like definition, the second definition, right? Where it says a single-minded expert in a particular technical field. I feel like that can just be rewritten as a single-minded expert in a field. Because that's really what it comes down to. Like, is if you, you're talking about fandom, you know, those are people that are experts on that subject. Like, they know all about it. And most things that we consider nerdy are really pop culture things now. Like, um, there's science as well, but, but it's kind of shifted from science to, like, pop culture. And I really love the way you were like talking about like a sports nerd because that's that's really all it is. Like I hear I work with a bunch of guys um, and they are always talking about stats and players and what the under over is on games. Oh, yeah. That, you know, like that's some nerdy fucking shit that you're breaking down some math (laughs) to watch. Oh, it's it's amazing. Most most people that are into sports like that are such nerds about it. But the the word nerd has such a negative connotation with with what I call normal people. Um, a lot of the time that you call somebody that and they take it as an insult. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're like, I'm not a nerd. I just heard you list. Yeah, right. How many like fucking uh, assists that basketball player had? in the last season and why that's moving them up in the rosters. I mean, I don't know a lot about sports, but the more I listen to these guys, the more that I'm like, oh, I get it. You guys are just like applying mathematics to a game. I apply mathematics to games all the time. <laughs> yeah, the key, the, the key difference there is, is they're not the ones playing the game. Exactly. That's that's really the difference. They're they're observing instead of participating. So I wanna I wanna open this up a little bit. When I was a kid, I was a baseball nerd. I've unlearned it over the years, but I remember collecting the baseball cards, keeping my own notes and writing down all the statistics and trying to keep track of them and all. And I loved that. That was my favorite thing about baseball was following all the players and keeping track of all their statistics. If if fantasy baseball existed when I was a kid, that was all I would have done. Um, And then I got out of baseball when I moved to California. And now I don't remember any of that. But do you find that you apply the same basic principles of how you used to collect stats to now doing um, like role playing games and stuff? Oh, yeah, I um, I get obsessive over everything like. Now it's I, I don't really take notes like I used to, but now I I review and review and review and review until I know like I see a movie. I don't just see the movie. I look up who the producer is and who the director is and when the movie was made and where the movie was made. And maybe if they had a tax credit on that movie, because oh I'm interested in that kind of thing, like mm. like, like um, I often compare movies that were made in Canada to movies that were made in the U.S. because I seem to it seems like Canadian movies seem to be lower budget, but yet still very good quality. And it has a lot to do with the fact that they get huge tax credits when they film there. Right. But yeah, that's on a, that's a whole nother topic. Um, I Erica, are you ready for me to do mine? Oh, yeah. I thought you were just going with it. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, I, I thought we were kind of tangenting off. Um, I. It's hard for me to do a clear definition. Like if I put a clear definition together, I would say obsessiveness 
obsessiveness is a big part of being a nerd. Um, it's about latching onto something, getting attached to something, um, having an emotional connection to a pop culture or technical or whatever topic. There's a certain feeling that nerds get when they find something that they love. And I think a love of something has a lot to do with being a nerd. Um, I was part of a supernatural fan club where I saw people that were much nerdier than me about that show <laughs> and how attached they got to the characters. Um, there was one particular girl that went into a depression when a character on the show died. Um, and um, she is a healthy person who recognized that that happening was not healthy. And but still it. It's this love of the things we love to a level beyond what's normal and what could be dangerous that creates a nerd. Um, I work in a nerdy profession and because technology is often associated with nerdiness. Um, it, it's such a multi-layered, multi-level phrase that's so hard to define now because we have the old definition that has such negative connotation on, but we're throwing that out. I feel it has to do with obsession and emotional connection to topics, um, often pop culture topics. So if I was going to write that down, it's a nerd is someone who has an obsession, obsessive and emotional connection to a topic, often a topic that is pop culture. Any reactions to that? No, I think you nailed it on the head. I was going to change it into another question, but I'll wait. Um, well, I'm going to move on to the next one if you want to if you want to throw a tangent out first. Do it. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to, because I I think we need to go out of order of the outline. And this All is right. what. All right, take over this, hosting. Do it. <laughs> Not taking over. I'm just saying, based, like piggybacking off what you just said, it was such a great way to explain it. And then we keep saying negative connotation, negative connotation, you know, based off like what Oxford says, right? And what Webster says, right? So, what has changed, really? Like, because now we've fucking taken over the world. Because people like, are realizing that brains equal more money, equal more progress, equal, you know, everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's about the money. What has changed is it's no longer a negative thing to be a nerd because somebody somewhere has figured out they can make a shit ton of money off of these people that feel passionately about it. Just mm-hmm. like the NFL and the NBA and all the other sports franchises has figured out how to make money off people that are passionate about sports. Now the culture has changed. The mainstream culture has changed to where you can make a shit ton of money off pop culture by being like playing to the base and the base are the people that are passionate. It's the nerds. So I think that's why it is no longer like a, negative thing to be a nerd we've got like you know movie stars that are like yeah fuck yeah i play D D. not only do i play D D, but i created a whole room in my house to play D D. <laughs> like <laughs> you know so so i think a couple things have happened one they figured out how to make a shit ton of money off of it um and two we're the fucking adults with the jobs now <laughs> like we grew up you know, loving pop culture in like the age of television, right? And cartoons and and movies and all the things that they were playing to the kids. You know, we had fucking Nickelodeon. Before our generation, 
there was no channel for children and only children to placate the children and get them to ask their parents to buy stuff. So now that generation has grown up and now we're grown-ups with money to spend and people have figured out how to make us spend that money. I I I think the world is changing a lot too. Um so I'm I'm at my school the other day and I'm going down the stairs to go down to the basement where my office is and I have to cut through the library to do that. And there is a large group of kids. They're on recess and there's I'm going to guess about 15 15 kids and they're all talking about what they want to do during recess. And one of them has kind of become the leader. And he's like, oh, we can play Mafia, but maybe we can change the characters in Mafia to be things from Call of Cthulhu. And yeah, and I went in my head, I'm like, I want to be a kid at this school. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how old are these kids? And why do they know about the Call of Cthulhu? These are middle school kids. They should not know about the Call of Cthulhu at that age. It's 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 that the world has changed. There, I mean, there, there. I, I, I've heard these same kids talking about the D and D campaign they've been playing, and this is a very large group of kids who have multiple campaigns. I, I mean, when I was in high school, we had a role playing game club that had had four people in it. Yeah, when I was in high school, there were five people in my Dungeons and Dragons. I, I think the world has changed a lot because it's not just like Erica said, we're the ones with jobs. We're the ones who have been raising the kids and the kids have been have been accepting it as mainstream because we accept it as mainstream and the world is changing. Well, not only that, but I mean, think about how much communication is going on via the Internet. The, it's so easy for people to connect, just like we are right now recording this podcast, people to connect over the things they love. So not only are we the ones with the money, we're raising the next generation, and we have the easiest way to communicate across the world. Alita, how have you experienced the change to um, nerds being more mainstream? Um, well, at least for me, like a lot of it was, uh, you know, my own like self nerd phobia as far as like, you know, being like, Oh, I don't want to admit that I'm that smart or whatever. Or, um, especially with the science thing. Cause I got shoved in a lot of lockers until people wanted me to make them drugs. So it was like, okay. Oh, um, wow. Oh no. True story. Cause, uh, I've been, you know, I've loved chemistry since, you know, since I made my first volcano in like <laughs> when I was like six, you know, with the with the acid in the base, you take the the um, baking soda and the vinegar. Right. So ever since that first reaction, I'm like, yeah, let's make things. Let's create things. Let's figure out how science works. And uh, it wasn't until like I started realizing how much money I could make by making it a, it a career choice and then people going oh shit, well, I didn't finish college, I didn't do this, and I'm making, you know, 12 bucks an hour, and I used to make fun of you, and here you are, you know, wiping the floor with me, like, (laughs) financially. So it was once they realized that brains get you better paychecks, get you uh, more freedom to do more things, you know, get you cuter girlfriends, get you, um, you know... Yeah. So once they realized that nerdy's the new sexy, I feel like I I was able to come into my own more. 
you know, kind of be okay yeah, with yeah. it. It's that whole movie trope, like, the nerd becomes the jock's boss later in life. Yes, exactly. I um, I got to experience that because I was the IT guy for the jocks working on the phones at a call center that went to high school with me. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also got to experience being the IT guy for jocks at a community college. This is more to this is more to nerds being treated badly. Um, so this was in the early 2000s, late 90s, and I'm working as a tech at a community college. And this is floppy disk days, and this guy <laughs> couldn't get his floppy disk to work on the computer. And the computer had a big out of order sign on it that was flipped up. And I went to him and I said, hey, excuse me, this computer's out of order. Help me get my stuff off my floppy. Sorry, sir, you're you're on the wrong computer. This computer's out of order. The sign is there. You're going to have to go sign in and wait for a computer. Um, if you sign, if I know you haven't signed in, you're going to have to sign in. Help me get my stuff off my floppy. Um, I'd be happy to help you, but you're going to have to go to the desk and sign in and then go use a different computer. If you tell me that one more time, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. And I went, excuse me, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm going to get my supervisor. <laughs> and I walked away and came back and he was gone. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. yeah. That, so <clears throat> I I don't see the whole jock nerd dynamic as much as I used to. But, I mean, through the years I have. Like when I turned 21 and started going to bars, I walked into a bar once. And it was the bar with all the jocks from my high school who are not jocks anymore, <laughs> who all pretend they are and still hang out. That was an interesting experience because they still have that idea of where jocks and your nerds fuck you and the world has moved on. You know, I noticed that, too. I went yeah. into a bar a few years ago and there were a bunch of guys from my high school in it. and They were all the jocks from high school and they were acting literally the same as they did back then and standing around, punching each other in the shoulder, being loud, and obnoxious. <laughs> it was interesting that they never moved on yet. Yet the rest of the world has. I did not get beat up in high school or teased because I beat people up in high school. So, <laughs> oh, I'm falling in love with you, Erica. <laughs> this is the first time we've met, and uh, <laughs> I enjoy you thoroughly. Thank you. No, I was I was not. See, for for me, I think it was more of a like a defense mechanism because I have always been who I am and unapologetic for it. And so anybody that would give me shit, I would just bully them and beat them up. And then the people that were cool with me were like under my protection. Well, when so, you're in ninth, when you're in ninth grade and you're under four feet tall, you have to develop survival skills. Oh, absolutely. And in ninth grade, I'll have you know, I was five feet. So, <laughs> so just just so you know, but you had to be, but <clears throat> you had to be smarter than they were so like one fight i got into was with um um a guy on the football team uh and he wouldn't get out of my seat but he was like tipping the seat back trying to like talk up my friend and so what i did is i asked him to move and i said you're in my seat and he was like blowing me off so then i kicked the chair out from under him and he landed on his back and then i kicked him in the face and then he never bothered me again. It was amazing how that worked. That's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I just used gravity against him. 
and I'm not condoning violence. I was a very, very terrible person in high school, but it was a defense mechanism because I didn't want people, A, to pick on me for being short, B, to pick on me for being a nerd. So mostly I just, I beat them to the punch. So it wasn't a thing. And then I became nice after high school, so. Over time. There's a transitional period. Yes, Yes, there's a transitional period. Um, I want to bring something up. So we're at the 52-minute mark. So do we want to stick to the outline? We're not going to make it to the end of the outline. There's no freaking way. Or do we want to just wing this? Um, I like where this episode has gone. Um, So what do you guys think? Oh, your outline. Sorry. (laughs) Let's just reform it. I mean, we have yeah. been staying on the outline, but we've been jumping around on it, so mm-hmm. that's fine. What about what? I, w- I want to hear uh, David's experiences as a nerd in high school. Oh, no, oh, I, uh, I was president of the collectors club. I was in the anime club. I was the uh, the D and D gaming club. I went to school. I came home. That's about it. Nothing spectacular happened. <laughs> I graduated. That's about the end of it. Yeah. Fun times. So you never had anybody, like, bully you or anything? No, I was a ghost in high school. Mm, Most gotcha. people didn't even realize I was there. Gotcha. So, so Alita, <clears throat> why do you define yourself as a nerd? Because you say you, Nexi, right? So why yeah. do you define yourself as a nerd? Is it the science? Is it passion for things? Like, why is that something that you've, like, attached yourself um, I love to learn. That's why I love to learn. I like to know um, anything about everything or everything about anything at any given moment. Like I um, the other day, I realized that I didn't know where all the states were geographically. Right. So I took a blank um, map of the, the United States and memorized where all of them are. So that way, if anybody says, hey, where's Wisconsin located? I can point it out on a map. Just because I want to know that stuff. I just like to know things. And so I think, you know, if, you know, being an expert or or wanting to gain knowledge or wanting to have passion makes you a nerd, then I am one of the nerdiest mofos that I have ever met. (laughs) Because, you know, I, I can be anything I'm passionate about. I will research. I love researching. Absolutely love researching. And, uh, you know, last night I was doing an art piece and next thing I know, I had done the uh, the THC molecule in the middle of it. <laughs> like I just like I I like knowing things, and so that that's why I identify as a nerd. I think. Yeah. I I definitely get that. I I do the same thing. I'll realize I don't know something, or somebody will mention something, and I'll be like, "What was that? What the fuck is that?" And then I'll like go down this rabbit hole. And, like, the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, well, now I know all sorts of stuff about that. And the next time it gets brought up, I can, like, talk intelligently about it. My, uh, one of my best friends, Chelsea, uh, and she's not really joking because she really does this to me all the time. Is she'll be like, oh, I don't bother looking anything up. I just call Erica and she'll tell me. So, (laughs) because often that's what is Uh. happening is she'll just be like. Oh, I don't, I don't know this. Erica, tell me all the things that I need to know about this. You have become her Google. 
I am her Google, which is funny because, you know, there's only so much information you can retain. But apparently all the things that she's curious about, I have retained. So I'm going to remember that the next time I'm over there. I'm going to be like, okay, Erica, turn the light off. Uh... (laughs) What about you, David? Why do you define yourself as a nerd? Well, I mean, I have been strangely and overwhelmingly passionate about science fiction stuff since I was a little kid. And I've always had a large love for I was a Star Wars through most of high school and college. And then I got into anime and then I got into all kinds. I've, I've been a movie nerd forever. And I just it's it's one of those things that, yes, it used to be a taunt when I was younger. But it's one of those things that I've owned. I was just like, yeah, no, that's what I am. I am a nerd. Hi, I know more about this than you ever will. And there's something like really, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but there's something like really pleasing about knowing that you know things that most people don't. Oh, I love that. It's my favorite part. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's it's one of my favorite things to do is is especially people that that, you know, it's I don't know. It might be mean to say it, but uh, I love proving people wrong sometimes, especially when I know that I'm right. (laughs) And (laughs) it's. Oh, it's so amazing to watch the look on their face of, oh, he actually knows what he's talking about. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I David, found- David has found out what happens when you try to do that to me. Uh, yes. <laughs> what happened? Yes, I have. Oh, we got in a screaming argument at a con, and I ended up being right, and he apologized. And it was one of those things. It was, be- it was because um, I had forgotten a point, and I knew I was right, but I forgot the point. And later on, I brought up the point, and he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's a big part of it. It's enabled to, enabled to, to learn and to be able to come from it is, yes, you're passionate. Yes, you have those arguments. But if it does turn out that you're wrong, hey, you know what? I was wrong. <laughs> I think one of the things about nerds is usually they're okay arguing with each other and maybe getting a little heated and then they get over it because they yeah. both learn something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the people that don't that give – I mean the problem with any type, any of these stereotype names is, yes, there is a degree of truth to it. A lot of people that are nerds have social issues. A lot of, not all of them do, not, you know, but there are enough of them that do. These stereotypes are grounded in reality somewhere. And it's enough of the population of people only ever see the negatives and never fully take into effect all the positives. I I want to share something about meeting David at cons. Um, When I met David and I saw him with his friends, I was a little intimidated. I don't think I've ever told David this before. Really? Yeah, because you and your friends seemed like you were these, like, big dick nerdy nerds. And you were, like, you, like, ran the con. You were, like, really, really smart guys. And and, um, you and Grant and a couple of the other people you hung out with. And when you guys invited me to hang out with you to have some drinks at the bar after, I was like, I hope I can hold my own with these guys. Oh, and, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was intimidated by you guys. And um, playing at your table was one of the hardest things I've ever done because you're intimidating. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. It was really cool. And when, um, and I, um, it was it when when you guys sat at my table the first you said you sat at my table the first time you ever mm-hmm. played PFS. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to bring my A game because these guys were like <laughs> these guys are like the oh, elite wow. nerds of the con. Oh, wow, <laughs> all right. 
Wow, I, I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Wow, all right. Really funny. I've never thought of myself in that way. Like, ever. Like, you intimidating. Wait, me? Really? Holy shit, you don't know me very well. <laughs> when I, um... Well, you, you've been you've been going to the con since you were a kid, and yes. you can tell you're so comfortable there. And oh, it's, me, it's, it's a second home for me, and I, I I really enjoy the fact that I am so at ease there because I have problems being in crowded spaces with lots of people, except for at Strategicon for some reason. And back then, I'd never been a con goer as a person going to a con. I'd always been the person running things. My first experience at a con was being a GM and then getting involved in organization and then doing that and then being involved in all that. So I never got to be that person. So you guys were like comfortable in your own skin. You were all there. You were all con goers. You were all experienced con goers. You got, and you're, you're talking like you, you know what you're doing. And I'm there like, Oh God, I'm supposed to be in charge. I think it's awesome that you're totally fanboying all over him. It's really cute. Oh, that's cute. funny. Yeah, I was not expecting that. That's fun. Awesome. And I, like, uh, I like the term big dick nerdy nerd now, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, oh, all right, now we have dicks in this. Great. <laughs> and, and, you know, dicks got brought up and Anthony's not here. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. that. Wow. I'm sure wherever he is, whatever he's doing, his head kind of perked up. He's like, huh, what? I thought I heard something. <laughs> I'm talking about dicks right now. <laughs> I don't know this Anthony character, but no, oh, yeah, you haven't met him yet. He's he's uh, an experience. It's fun, but he talks about dicks apparently. Oh um, yeah. In every episode he's been on, he brings up dicks and he brings up hentai at least once. Yep. Huh. Sounds yeah. well trusted. Yeah, for sure. I, you I, know, I, I, I would know. say he is a nerd about hentai. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I, go ahead, Bray. Sorry, sorry, Erica. Why I, I dominated for a while. Why don't you go? Uh, no, I would. I was just gonna say, like, I think that's like, I think what you're talking about is almost like a gatekeeper experience. You were expecting them to, you know, gatekeep you, and so you were like, I gotta be on my on my fucking toes with these guys, and uh. then. It, turned out like they were like no this is cool you're cool we're we're all cool and they didn't do the thing to you that you expected them to do um i um i will talk about a gatekeeping experience at cons uh and i i i don't know if you've experienced this david but i've been gatekeeped by the old guys yes that has happened to me before but yes. please tell your story so there is this guy i'm not going to mention his name let's call him I, I need to think of a name that doesn't sound anything like his name. Let's Shepherd. call <laughs> let's call him um Oldie McOlderson. Oldie McOlderson. Okay. Uh, and this isn't anything against old people because I have had good experience with older people, both men and women at the cons. Um, but him and his friends would show up at tables and they would criticize everything. And um a big example is they'd be like they'd be like, um, I pull up my crossbow and shoot it. I'd say, I'm sorry, you're you don't you can't store your crossbow um loaded. You have to keep it unloaded and then load it. And then they would go into this big tirade about how in history crossbows were kept this way and this way and this way and this way. And I'm like and I'd have to be like, I don't care. I'm running this game. I don't think they should be loaded in your bag. They're oh, not. Yeah. And 
then they'd be like, well, fine, if you don't want to run it like real. And it would be it would be so immature. It'd be like ridiculously immature from someone who's supposed to be my elder. And I experienced that many, many times um, at the cons and in personal games that I've been invited to with older people to the point where I didn't want to play with older people. I have had the opposite experience. I've had very positive experiences, but there's these. I, I, know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I think you've played in a home game with him. I, I believe I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I have more stories about him that are more specific. I'll share them with David maybe in the bonus episode. Um, and But, yeah, the, I, I've been – these they don't seem like nerds. They seem like assholes. <laughs> there is a fine line. Yeah. And, I mean, there is knowing a lot about a subject and sharing it with people, and then there's – Knowing so much about us, knowing enough about a subject to where you can bully people with the fact that you know more than them about it, and, and despite, it's it's a very fine line. Yeah, despite this experience that you guys have both had, um, I'm sure Alita has probably had the same experience. Those same guys that hassle you pretend we don't exist. Yeah, that we're standing there and we don't fucking exist. That's it's a whole level that I don't personally agree with, and I think it's terrible that it happens. Like, I don't know if Alita has had the same ex- experience. I, I can almost guarantee she has. But as a female going to a convention or going to, like, a game shop to play and stuff like that, they assume you're there because your boyfriend is there. Huh. Or, yes. Or your husband is there. And they just, it's like you don't, you don't fucking exist. Like, they could care less what you have to say or... Or if you're playing, they just assume you're going to be the healer, and that's all you're going to do. <laughs> when when uh, this is when I discovered that I can actually use my um, attractiveness and being a female um, and hustle people out of money. Actually, I used to um, bet guys uh, at the comic book shops playing Magic: The Gathering in high school. I would dress up all cute in like a skirt. And all that, and I'd be like, "Can you help me?" Like, and totally play the stupid card, and then would wipe the floor with them. <laughs> Otherwise, I never you don't get even any... considered that. I was so pissed off at the whole thing that I was just like, "Fuck you guys." Oh no, I I use sex as a weapon. Then I was like, "Okay, fine. You think I'm dumb? I'm gonna make you look like an idiot." <laughs> I've never even thought about playing magic for money. I must not be playing in the stores you're playing at. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this is back in the late '90s, though. Yeah, uh, see, played yeah. for Magic for Money in the '90s all the time. Yeah, I see, played Magic in the '90s. I didn't play for play for money. It never dawned on me. I played I played Magic in the '90s too, but then the middle school I was at banned us having cards on campus because people were stealing them. So mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to play at school anymore. Mm-hmm. No, I was in high school, and we pl- we definitely played for money. Yep. Us too. <laughs> like, fine. You guys can have your poker. We're gonna make it even more complicated. And we're gonna do magic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we would we would play at lunch, and people would come by and oh, let me look at your deck, and then suddenly you'd be missing cards. Although there were far less uh, mechanics back then than there. Yeah, are the game as it is now is almost unrecognizable as to what it was back then. <laughs> yeah, my um my partner's son got was getting into magic and i'm like i don't even know the rules liam i can't help you honey like my my deck is null and void at this point yeah <laughs> that, was, 
It was funny. I, I was talking with a friend of my mom's and she was telling me about her son. He's in the pro circuit. And it was like in high school, he won a tournament and Wizards sent him to Japan and he won that tournament and he bought a house. Nice. And I'm like, they didn't do that when I <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was yeah, like and golf. <laughs> Amelia is in a magic uh, league after school every week. Nice. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, it's getting like even nowadays you see in schools all the time, uh, D&D clubs are popping up and, you know, it's it's a lot less taboo than it used to be to be as passionate about these things than it was when we were in school and growing up. Because back then you were labeled a nerd. It was the mark of shame. Yeah, but, you know, I think to Brian's point earlier, it's because the nerds have raised this fucking generation. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Amelia can hold her own in any fucking nerdy conversation. She she will be more than willing to hold her own on it. Oh, yeah, she. Yeah. That's awesome. That's your kid, I take it? One of two, yes, I have two. So when That's are we cool. having her on as a guest? I was Whenever, just about when to bring that up. She's been asking for two years. And I said, yeah, that's fine. And Brian is supposed to make it happen because if she's on, I can't be on. So then it's going to have to be him handling that. Okay. I, I think we'd schedule that. Maybe next Saturday episode. Ooh. Check your calendar. We'll talk about it after. You know, Fridays would actually probably be better for her because she'll have she won't have to get up and actually do stuff. Okay. So the next Friday episode. Yeah. I have to check the calendar and make sure I haven't booked anyone for that. I don't think I have, but I'll, I'll double check after. But yeah, that'd be cool. I, I We've only had her on a bonus episode. I, I've been wanting to have her on. It's just, you know, I yeah, it's it's been procrastinated. You know, you I, can let her know her uncle was procrastinating. Hey, well, I will squarely put the blame on your shoulder. You know, something I just thought about. We've gone this entire episode and not even thought about the fact that it's going to come out the day before Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, now it's a <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly kind of what I thought we were going to go and oh, start. I was like, oh, so we're not doing a Halloween theme episode. Okay. Do you, do you want to hear what our family is dressing up as for yes. Halloween here? Yes, yes, I do. So every year we do a family costume and it goes back and forth on who picks what we're going to do. Um, and this year it was Amelia's turn and she is currently obsessed with a video game called Undertale. Ha! And, and anybody who has checked it out, it's actually a very cool video game. It's like 16-bit, um, and it's 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 very cool. Uh, our, it's essentially an RPG, just very simplified. Um, and uh, I am going to be Sans. Dad is going to be Papyrus. That's awesome. Amelia is going to be Frisk. And Rowan is going to be Flowey. Aww. Yeah, so That's it's all awesome. very, very exciting. So Rowan is going to be playing the most evil character in the world. <laughs> yes, Amelia picked that out for her. Um, wow. We're not allowed to do Halloween at work, so I wasn't going to bother doing Halloween. Um, the um, I work at a Jewish school, so we don't do Halloween. Um, we do do Purim in March, and that's when I dress up in a costume. Um Alita, what are you doing for Halloween? I know you told us before the show, but it would be great for you to share now. I am dressing up as myself. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be battling to Alita. I got the, the wig and, you know, the spandex bodysuit 
and complete with robot hands. And uh, I've been wearing it around the house and just running it around because I love the ease of a onesie. It's just. <laughs> can't, um, I can't use the picture that you sent me on Skype because it's on a different computer and I, I, it's going to be really hard for me to move it over. Can you send me a good picture that I can use on the Facebook page? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll, uh, I'll have Andy take another one because I have it here. I was wearing it last night just for fun. <laughs> like I said, it's the ease of a onesie. It's a spandex hug. It's lovely. Yeah, so I'll take another picture and send it. Cool. That's awesome. And I know David. No, no, David's not doing anything for Halloween. No, I, last, he has last, no soul. Last <laughs> Cranky old man. Well, That's be, not fair. To be fair, my girlfriend's a redhead, so if anyone has it, it's her. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we they we they did a dress up thing last year, and I went in my Ren Fair costume, and it was more hassle than it was work because I work in a clean room. So being in a Ren Fair costume underneath all my clean room stuff, it just wasn't worth it. <laughs> We're doing a thing at my work, and I normally dress up with my best friend Stephanie because we're about the same height. I'm actually two inches taller than she is, um, and. <laughs> We have the same haircut, same dark brown hair, shoulder length. Wow, um, so she is four foot, four foot eleven. <laughs> she is, yeah. Wow. She well, really is four foot eleven. I, I, all joking aside, Erica is five foot one. Right. Two, and two. When have you been five two? I grew an inch when I was pregnant. It was the best thing ever. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> She she squeezed an inch in there on you, Brian. Yay! We're the same size. Yay! <laughs> See, I'm six two, so I've that's never been an issue. Yeah, I'm so, six two as well. <laughs> so we you just look- grow until you're perfect. Some of us just get there faster than others. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've been six two since sophomore year of high school. <laughs> well, Stephanie and I look so much alike at work. People like confuse us hmm. all the time, as it is. So uh, last year we went as the Double Mint Twins, and um, that's great, that's <laughs> fantastic. That's Didn't you have like the bicycle too? Yeah, I had the bicycle handle, and we pretend to ride around on our bike. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! Great. Holy crap! Um, <laughs> and we actually won uh, like a hundred bucks last year for it. Wow! Um, and this year we were going to go as the twins from The Shining. And so I bought everything for it. Um, and then it turned out that they weren't letting us do like individual costumes. You had to do team costumes this year. And she's on a different team than I am. So no. now. And I can't return anything because they told us this like five days after my return window closed on Amazon. Oh, that sucks. So now I have costumes i guess for next year maybe i don't know i was very yeah. excited about it i wanted what, what, to what is your team costume one. gonna be um so half of my team has decided they don't want to participate oh yeah so then i was like well the ones that are gonna participate we can like do something fun and um my my work husband eugene um is a african-american guy he would hate it that i said that i'm sorry he's a black guy so because he hates being called african um Uh and anyways i told him we should dress up as iced tea and cocoa and he said he didn't want to do that either so 
Sorry, that was I just pictured that in my head. <laughs> so I told him I was like, "We win a hundred dollars." He's like, "I am not dressing up as Ice tea. I was like, "It would be perfect." He's like, "I am not doing it." I mean, tell him he could dress up in a suit like from SVU. Yeah. Oh, I'll play that card on Monday. See what I can. See Does he look like Ice tea? Uh, yeah, pretty close. Okay. He's he's not as broad as Ice tea. But he's a he's a he's a pretty fit guy. So um I I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah. Um, this was a pretty uh, good Alita. Topic. Yeah, duh. I think we covered most of everything, and uh, it was a great discussion. Alita, do you have anything that you would like to promote for yourself or for others? And you, would you like to share a way for people to get in contact with you, maybe on Twitter or something like that? Um. um yes, I am on the Twitter. I am. It is. At Feisty Alita, F-E-I-S-T-Y-A-L-I-T-A. Um, my uh, um, video blog and uh, um, the art section of my website should be launching here. Um, and that is Alita Died, D-Y-E-D, <laughs> dot com. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Um, Alita Died sounds like a great name for a punk band. <laughs> yeah, D-Y-E-D, because uh, <laughs> the whole color chemistry thing. And uh, you can also find me on SoundCloud, um, Feisty Alita, pretty much any of the social medias. Feisty Alita is how you can find me, or um, Alita Died. Those are my two things. Cool. Go on. Um, anybody else have anything they want to promote? Um, uh, I mean, I have, I mean, Great Daily. Uh, anybody uh, that wants to read either my Joker article or any of the other articles I've published and will in the future, um, gritdaily.com. Cool. I'm so checking it out. <laughs> Yay. Um, I don't particularly have anything of note. Yeah, uh, con season's over. Yeah, come check out our Facebook page on Facebook, Nerd Podcast Radio. Yay! Uh, oh, yeah, speaking of which, Brian... How's that website coming? Oh, I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> just that, just that check in. You know, <laughs> there are other things going on, unfortunately. Um, I but that will be for behind the scenes on the bonus episode. So, um, <laughs> if you want to hear us talk about bonus stuff, go to Nerd Podcast Radio, oh, Patreon.com/slash/NerdPodcastRadio, and you can hear our bonus episode. But for now, we had a great conversation today about the definition of the word nerd and how it applies to us. I think we can expand on this again. We could probably talk about this more and more and more and more. Well, um, it's one of those things that's always changing. So, yeah. Um, I think we'll we'll discuss a little bit more in the bonus episode. So if you want to hear that, check us out. You can be a patron for $3 a month or more to get the bonus episode. Um, if you can't afford that or whatever, um, you know, you can you can support us for as much as a buck, as little as a buck a month. So um, it's very, very helpful and helps us get new equipment and do things like websites, like um, pay our hosting fees. And yes. And pay our hosting fees. So um, thank you for the people who do that. And um, including Alita and David, who uh, are patrons. to be fair, I've been a Patreon since you oh, I've been a member since you opened it way back when. So, <laughs> um, so um, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I was Super Vegan Brian. Um, I was joined by um, David Theobald III. Goodbye, nurse. Percy Smurferica. <laughs> Goodbye. I am not a nerd until Brian told me. <laughs> <laughs> and 
our special guest, Feisty Alita, a.k.a. Alita Battle Angel. Bye! Have a great day, guys, and happy Halloween! Yay! <laughs> happy Halloween! This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Erica, say goodbye. Brian, cut her off. Bye! <laughs> Show. We're going to be the podcast radio.